Hello and welcome to In Conversation With, a podcast from The Lancet Neurology. It's January 2022 and I'm Stephanie Becker. I'm delighted to be joined by Professor Giuseppe Citerio, Professor of Anesthesia and Intensive Care at the Milano Bicocca University, whose new research on the effect of frailty on six-month outcome after traumatic brain injury is published in our February issue. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you very much, Stephanie, for your kind introduction. So your study was done in people enrolled in the Centre TBI cohort. Could you just start off by giving us a bit of background about the study in these patients? Yeah, Centre TBI, the acronym means uh, Collaborative European Neurotrauma Effectiveness Research, is a large European study founded by the EU six years, seven years ago. And it's a multi-center longitudinal observational course study uh, in which we collected with a very high granularity data on traumatic brain injury patients. So in the data set that has been uh, collected in 65 centers across Europe uh, in 19 countries, and uh, we collected around 5,000 uh, patients in the core study and more than 22,000 patients in the registry, we collected information on uh, clinical presentation, outcome data, neuroimaging, DNA, so genetic information, blood and serum biomark, uh, biobank, and uh, a lot of information on this uh, pathology. So we can say that is a unique uh, data set in Europe uh, in which a deeper detail on trauma, traumatic brain injury, has been collected in the last uh, century. Great. So your study looks at the concept of frailty. Could you give us a bit of an explanation about why this is such an important area of research right now? Yeah, it's an important area because frailty is gaining uh, attention uh, in many uh, aspects of medicine and also thinking about the aging of the population. So the age of the population is uh, rising globally. And we are used to think about the elderly, elderly patient as patient with some pathologies. But you, if you can imagine an 85 years old uh, man or female could be at home independent or could be uh, admitted to a long-term uh, uh, facility in which uh, he needs uh, nursing every day. So at the same age, we can have different uh, clinical conditions. And the concept of frailty means that the, the patient uh, has low uh, reserve when he's exposed to a stressor. And in this case, the trauma is a very big stressor. So the patient, the traumatic brain injury patient now are more older than 20 years ago. Now the mean population age in center TBI is around 49 years old, the mean population. And when I started to work 30 years ago, the mean age was around 30. So you can imagine that we are facing an older population and a frail patient is a patient who is not able to uh, respond in a normal way to a stressor. So the, the response to a stressor like trauma is worse compared to the patient that is not frail. So it's important to understand that uh, frailty, that has been a study, for example, in Alzheimer's and many other diseases, could have also an impact in traumatic brain injury. Yeah, that's really interesting. So there's already a few frailty indices available for use. Could you explain why a new frailty index specific to traumatic brain injury is needed? 
Yeah, we, we, we have a couple of ways for collecting frailty. The first one is the frailty phenotype. So we can collect information on weakness, speed of gait, physical activity, exhaustion, and weight loss. We didn't collect this information in the center TBI dataset because the, the dataset wasn't designed at the beginning for capturing frailty. So we use a method that is called frailty index that is a method in which we evaluate the accumulation of deficit. So for building up a frailty index, you need to have enough information, at least 30 medical information on sign, symptom, disease, disability, abnormality, lab test, and uh, for example, electrocardiography, imaging, and so on. Having a, a huge amount of information, you can understand if the patient is accumulating deficit in many domains. And for this reason, we got a lot of information in the center TBI dataset, and we tried to build up having this information an index that could be adapted to our population. So the reason why we develop a new index, as you asked, is because we had a lot of information and we were able to build up a frailty index. This is not a universal index. This is a concept that means that if you have enough information in many settings, and in this case in traumatic brain injury, you can evaluate the frailty of your population. Is what we did uh, with the Center TBI Frailty Index. And uh, it's been done also in a, a specular study. Uh, the validation court comes from the track. TBI court from the USA is a similar data set with a lower age and with a similar structure. So we, we validate our data with another court applying the same concept and the same criteria because the two data set on traumatic brain injury were quite similar. And the result we, we, we found in our study that could be read on the Lancet Neurology in February, in the February issue, are that the more severe patient have their outcome influenced mainly by the traumatic pathology. While the less severe patient, the patient that are admitted to the ward, have an impact of frailty. The more fried patient have a worse outcome, six month outcome. So frailty plays a role, plays a role mainly in the less severe patient because in the more severe patient, the trajectory of the disease is designed by the, the trauma and not only by frailty. Great. So how do you anticipate the center TBI frailty index will be used in clinical practice? I think this is important because in the prognostic model we apply today to the TBI patient, we use age as a marker of disease. And uh, if we are able to insert also frailty, and we are planning to insert also frailty in the future, in our prognostic model, we could have a better evaluation of the outcome because the more frail patient have a worse outcome compared to the less frail patient. So this is a trend in many diseases in which the frailty start to be evaluated. I, I work in an intensive care unit and also in intensive care unit for a general intensive care unit population being frail compared to not being frail as an impact on outcome. So we really try to insert this information in the evaluation of the disease. So what does the future hold for this field and what are you hoping to do next? 
I think we have uh, other information. For example, we have genetic information on these uh, 5,000 patients. So we are looking for uh, the genetic association with frailty. And uh, along with the integration of frailty in prognostic model, we are thinking about uh, returning back to the clinician with some information. Because I think in frail patient, uh, because frailty could be partially reversed by intervention, a personalized rehabilitation uh, path could be probably identified in more fried patients. So we probably need to have a more aggressive rehabilitation process in the more frail patient. But I think it's a chapter that we did open in traumatic brain injury, but it's been open in many other uh, parts of medicine, in many settings in medicine, in which uh, I think we started to think about the impact of frailty and as has been done in many other settings, the, the future will be an integration of the information of frailty in uh, the uh, path of care of the patient, in this case, of traumatic brain injury patient. Brilliant. Thank you very much for joining me. Thank, thank you very much, Stephanie, for your time and for the interest in our paper. You can read Professor Terrio's research online now at thelancet.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of In Conversation With. Remember, you can subscribe to In Conversation With, The Lancet Neurology, wherever you usually get your podcasts.